BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. What's up, family? We are Terrell and Jarius, the host of Let's, Let's Go, Go there, there, where we will, in fact, go there every single week. Every Wednesday in this podcast, no topics are off limits for us. We will be pushing ourselves and you to see different perspectives, challenging what you think you know, and have fun all at the same time. So listen, I want you guys to go ahead and buckle up because going there is going to be the ride of your life. See you guys next week. Hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. Um, okay, so here's the deal. A couple of things before we get into this week's guest. Don't say a word. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. It's a surprise. Okay. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> okay, so real quick. Don't... Mom. <laughs> Fine. It's my mom. <laughs> and my dad's also sitting here watching like I, it, I'm Liesel in The Sound of Music. Hello. Hi, dad. Hi. <laughs> I feel like dad wants in. I feel like dad's going to pop on the oh, mic. No. <sighs> you can come say hi, dad. It's okay. <laughs> now, now he's nervous. He's now he's being nervous, right? No. What did he say? He's going to Zoom bomb us. Zoom bomb what us? What does that mean? Oh, you're so we're not zooming. He's he's so in the know with his uh, his zoom lingo. Oh, he's so cool. Mm. (laughs) Dad, I'm going to have you on by yourself. okay? no, he doesn't want he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. Okay, so real quick, a couple (laughs) things. He's literally flying away. Okay, so real quick, um, I was going to do a DMV. Uh, recap, if you will. I teased it on the radio show, The Taylor Strucker Show. If you don't subscribe, what's up? Subscribe. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash The Taylor Strucker Show. I have a wedding to pay for. Please and thank you. Okay. But no, no, I'm just kidding. If you listen here, I am super grateful. No pressure to subscribe, but like, just think of it this way you go to your favorite coffee place, you give people a tip. Just the other day, I went to this coffee place, Mary Lou's. Mary Lou's News. Mary Lou's News. The best. If you know, on the you South know. Shore. The best on the South Shore. Now it's in, on the Cape. It's even spreading into greater Massachusetts. It is, it's truly everything and more. So I go there and I'm such a cheapo. It's beyond. So I'm going through the drive-thru and I ordered four coffees because like we're on this diet and all I'm doing is drinking coffee, yada, yada, you. So I go through and the girl was like, it's like, $17 and <laughs> 24 cents or nice whatever. Accent. Thank nice. you. Thank you. And so I gave her a 20 and then I was like, wait, I have change because I have like my wallet with me. And so I gave her 25 cents and I said, I'm such an idiot. I said, I don't need the penny back. But because I had a mask on, she heard, I don't need whatever back. <sighs> And so she took a $5 tip for literally pouring black coffee into a plastic cup with ice. That hurts. That hurts a lot. But my point is, if I can give the girl at Mary Lou's News on a Tuesday a $5 tip, 
it's essentially like the same thing if you subscribe to Patreon. That was my point. It's like <laughs> tipping your favorite barista. And you know you do. Home slice, you drop a dollar, another dollar, maybe 50 cents. Over the course of a week, you have paid more money to your barista than you for your show. For one month of content. I'm just mm-hmm. saying $6.95. Patreon.com slash Taylor Trucker Show. Got a wedding to pay for. Okay. So on the Taylor Trucker Show, and I know a lot of Taylor Strecker Show listeners also listen to Taste of Taylor. Hey, girl, hey. Um, I promised that I would tell my DMV nightmare story this week on Taste of Taylor, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to save that for, I think, probably next week. Um, because I am at home in Coho, Massachusetts, and I have my mama, mama-la, mama Babette Strecker, <laughs> Radio Gold, Radio Gold here, and I'm not going. Why would I miss an opportunity to interview my mian? Your <laughs> mian, and I'm not going to waste my time just diatribing and monologuing and soliloquying to you. No, it's rude. Is, yes. So I want to do a proper interview with Mama. So this is big. Welcome. This is huge. You huge. got Mama. It's, a, it's the hugest interview I've ever done. She's the best mom in the world. <laughs> I don't do a great Trump. Okay, anyway, so mom's on the podcast, and we're just going to talk. We're just going to shoot the shit. What are you going to talk about, Tay I think we should talk about weddings, because you want to know what, mom? Wedding chatter is like shooting fish in a goddamn barrel. People love it. Okay. They eat it up, and we're 90 days away from the wedding. I only have three more months of milking this wedding content. And I panic. Barely, right? Barely scratch the surface. So... I just think we should do a lot of wedding talk because we're having, I mean, your home, we're sitting in it right now, not the home I grew up in, don't even have a bedroom here, (laughs) don't want to talk about it, rude. Ooh, issues. I was so hurt. Oh, Oh, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) Really, let's talk about that. I know, we did. When you moved here. When, um, 2000... Six. 2006. Thank you, Dad. Peanut Gallery So over you there. graduated college 2005. We moved here in 2006. And do you remember? So we grew up on the quote-unquote wrong, wrong side, side of, of town. town. Yeah. And I remember um, Ted Lubitz, real name, screw you, Ted, um, <laughs> dropped me off at our old house. Like when we were, I was, must have been in high school. And he said to me, I thought your dad was a doctor. <gasps> That house was so cute. adorable. I know. That house was great. A snob that's, and a half. The first, I, okay, you know what, Ted? Close your ears if you're listening. Your house might have been on the right side of town, but it wasn't so great. You might have lived on the right side of town, but your house was a shithole, Ted. Sorry, it was <laughs> off of Redgate Lane. Ew. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> it's not like you lived on a waterfront property. Oh, Here right. we go. I mean, no room to talk. I'm sorry, but no, really. Come on. Dad, that was rude. I'm going to drive you by his house this weekend. Hold the microphone. I'm going to drive you by this, his house this weekend. Oh, did so I just, you can see. See, this is, what I, this, is how, this is the town we grew up in. Our house on Beachwood was better. Our house, I, I believe it was It was better. adorable. That, that was a great house. In fact, Dad and I are sometimes really sad that we sold that. We wow. should have rented that out. We never should have sold that house. Really? Because it would be a great house for us to move back into now. Ah, uh, preach, preach. I see what you're saying. You know, an older age. And- or maybe be a nice place to give to your first and favorite child. <laughs> True that, Richie. You know, I have... No, bo- the other house. Yeah, the other house. I have a bone to pick with you. What? I am so mad. That you and dad aren't billionaires. Well, so How dare are we. you? <laughs> so are we. I have a question. That would be nice. If you were billionaires. I at him too that we aren't billionaires. What's wrong with you? No, I'm kidding. Oh, take oh, it back. I'm sad. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Oh, you should see the He's little so face. Defeated. He's so defeated. so forlorn. Oh, my God. I saw, Dad, I saw a meme today. He just gave me a middle finger. Um, <laughs> I saw a meme today that said, um, it was like a, of like a 1960s housewife and her like 1960s husband. And the husband said to the wife, you're home all day. Why isn't the house clean? And she said to him, you're at work all day. Why are we rich? It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, it's oh, it's good. true. If, um, if you guys were billionaires, like Bill Gates yeah. and Melinda, you know, they're going through this like huge divorce I right know. now. What, first of all. He was in dad's class at Harvard. Did you know <gasps> that? Oh, my God. He was in his and class. And I think I have it hard with Kate Bosworth. <laughs> I'll stop Bill complaining Gates. about that now. He That's drops out. He wild. Dropped out. And Steve, and well. Steve Bomber. And Steve yeah. Bomber. Yeah. Who else? Jimmy Kramer. 
Jimmy Kramer, Mad Money. No one knows who Jimmy Kramer is. You rich guys in my class. <laughs> and boy, are they lookers. Let me tell you. Oh, boy. Aren't they the studliest studs? No, they are not. <laughs> Daddy was a stud. <laughs> I, I, is a stud. Is. Is. I meant. Uh, is a stud. <laughs> okay. So, um, if you were... If you guys were as rich as the Gateses, what, how much money would you leave me and my siblings? Oh, because so Bill money's dad said zero. Get oh, out of here. Oh, he's gonna it's go. Abuse. That's yeah. why Melinda is divorcing Bill, not because of the girlfriend. She knew about the girlfriend. She co-signed the girlfriend. She said, "Bill, you go stick your peen in that girl. Get mm. away from my VV." What? <laughs> No, Dad, I'm in the middle of doing my job. Do I walk into the middle of surgery and interrupt you? <laughs> You're doing LASIK. No, I do not. No. <laughs> now he's doing the bear dance. This is a very visual contribution from my father. Okay, so, but like, she literally timed it. So when the youngest child turned 18, they're getting a divorce, which means she's now in control of 50% of all of their money, which means she can change the, I guess, uh, what is it called? Inheritance to the, the kids. Will? Yes. And so that was something that like, she did this thing. I'm so well read and so well spoken. She did this thingy in the court <laughs> with the judge and some people who are called lawyers where she's bringing in like a state planners which is very unheard of in a divorce and they're making sure that the language states in so many words i read this on like new york post so like you know take it with a grain of salt but basically <clears throat> that she has the right to change the kid's inheritance like as a part of the divorce like he cannot set that in stone because so if he is if he wants to give the kids 15 million dollars a piece that's on him but like melinda could say well then i also want to give them 100 million dollars out of my whatever billion that why because she didn't think he was giving the kids enough there's been no explanation thus far that's like because you know all of these court documents are legal it's 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 public so yeah. people of course have been digging around isn't that fascinating yes. but do you think like so if you guys were billionaires would you do you think that 15 million would be enough to leave to us what would you leave us oh you know your father i mean he said zero he grew he up zero he grew up poor so in boston he's self-made so there's no way he's leaving his kids nothing <laughs> he wants them to work for a living and do it all on their own right you know how much would you leave i'd leave it all to you <laughs> <laughs> what why not where else why is it going not? where would you leave it he won't answer. He won't answer. But he, no, I know that's his attitude. Because who is the richest man next to Bill Gates? Warren Buffett. Yeah. Warren Buffett. Is that, is that who's leaving nothing to his children? Yes. Zero. Warren, Warren Buffett. Oh, dad loves Warren Buffett. And Probably because of that. that. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, that's child abuse. So I'm going to call the authorities when we're done with this podcast. He's <laughs> <laughs> leaving it all to charity. Yeah. So you guys, so you. I would love to make an easier life for you. Why not? Of course I would leave okay, it to you. Okay, 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 okay. But let's talk about this for real. Because I used to be a rich person through proximity. I know they were middle class rich they people. They weren't that rich. <laughs> <laughs> they the shade. The shade. They thought they were that rich. Well, they when wanted people to think they were that rich. When you're that rich, you don't have to act like you're rich. What we know in Massachusetts, old money acts like they have no money. What, what, what right. that was was called nouveau riche. Exactly. And they it acted. is. So, like they had more than they did. Tacky, in our opinion. Yeah. Allegedly, in our opinion. No, allegedly. Allegedly. In our opinion. You're right, allegedly. Because we don't yeah, in really our know. Opinion, but we don't have really... a second house anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, but. That's I will say, in my opinion, your opinion. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by June's Journey. Ooh. Okay, recently I've really got into playing games on my phone. And the most recent game I found is called June's Journey. And it is fun. It is mystery. It's set in the roaring 20s. You're a super sleuth. And it's also a hidden object searching for object game. So it's like mystery, roaring 20s meets... Remember those games and magazines that you used to see where it was like, find this thing? Well, that's like kind of what the name of the game is with June's Journey. And I'm, not to brag, like really good at it. It's free to download this mobile game. I'm at a point now, too, when I'm like watching TV, I get 
I kind of get like bored. I need something to distract me. June's Journey is like perfect during commercial breaks. Oh, I love it. My, my phone is always in my hand and uh, I'm always playing June's Journey. Join me and 30 million fans across the globe and awaken your inner detective with June's Journey. It's free to download on your phone or tablet. You search for hidden objects, collect clues to solve the mystery. Very fun. And it's challenging, but like not to the point that you want to smash your phone on the ground. You know what I'm saying? And it's endless hours of fun with thousands of intricate scenes and new chapters every week. So you never get bored. So whether I'm trying to keep myself entertained during commercial breaks while I'm watching TV, commuting into the city, or sitting on the toity, June's journeys always keep me company. And not only is it entertaining, it feels good for my brain. So what are you waiting for? Download June's Journey free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. And now back to the podcast. I will say that when I married a rich guy, I thought we were rich. And I was pretty upset at how unrich we were. So yeah, I, I remember saying, I'd uh, say in this marriage, if we had yachts and like, no yacht. and good private planes, no. like they had like a very small no, private no, plane. They did, not their that own. was a relative. Brother not shared theirs. it. Brother shared it. And I actually, I, I, we, we took the plane from Jersey to Indiana. How often? Once. Once. And I remember saying. For graduation. For graduation. I remember saying, <laughs> after we got off, I was like, honestly, I'd rather fly commercially because that was so awful and I feel so sick. Like if that, if you can't get like a real private jet, don't even really bother with one. I wonder why they didn't like me. <laughs> That's so weird. It's a bad bumpy ride. Bad bumpy ride. Yeah, it was a it was a metaphor for my life there. Anyway, and the guy in charge complained about money all the time. The guy in charge. Yeah. So That's I mean, true. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't buy it. In my opinion. In my opinion. <laughs> Do they also live off of Redgate Lane? <laughs> kind of. The shame. <laughs> Smallest house on the most expensive street. Just saying. In my opinion. <laughs> and you wonder where I get it from. Petty, petty princess. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> okay, we'll stop. Okay, let's so, be nice. Let's be nice. Well, speaking of, okay, so I was I, married. I'm bitter. I'm angry. I'm just trying for a little me. bit. Same. Yeah. Same, same, okay. same, same. Do we get over things, Mom? Where'd you get it? Where do we get over things? <laughs> Wonder where you got it. Do we get over things? No. Who are you? Well, someday. <laughs> Way down the road. <laughs> not, uh, not quickly. Not quickly. Okay, so I want to talk about this next phase of life, right? So that's behind us, which is fantastic. But I did have a wedding before, and now we're moving into this second phase of the wedding. So there's a lot going on. We're having it here, like we said. I don't, I don't have a room here. <laughs> yes, you do now. I do. I actually, I, do. I technically paid for the room because I bought the bed <laughs> in order to like say that this is my room. Yeah. It's like the equivalent of peeing on a fire hydrant. That was good strategy. Thank that you. That worked quite well. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. That's good. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I finally got an opportunity to strong arm my way into this house and I took it. And Zach doesn't care where he sleeps. So no. really, you've got your room now, Paige has hers and Zach. Is technically Zach camps out in like a nice house. Zach like literally so. wants to live he in a tent care. all year round. So I don't see why we don't just make him pitch a tent outside when he's here. I he mean, sleeps in the basement, it's which fine. is a great, it's a great spot. Okay, it's huge. So the wedding is coming up, and how like are you excited? Are you nervous? We're having it here. What are we thinking? We're thinking that we have a lot of work to do to make the house look really good. We've got to have all the decks refinished. We've got to get everything painted. I've lined everybody up, so don't panic. If okay. you look and think, oh, that needs to be painted, okay. it will be done. Um, I'm excited because I love Teddy's family. Yes. Love. How, new and, and different. And they're all fun. New and different. And they're wonderful people and fun people. Yes. It's going to be the best. It's going to be the best. I know. It's going to be a really, really fun wedding. So lots of things leading up to the wedding that I have. I, I, need, I mean, I need to ask my mom, your mother of the bride. We've got two mothers of the bride, but your mother of this bride. So first things first, real talk. What do you think about me resetting the ring from husband and be fully honest and really break it down? I could care less what anybody else thinks. Nice. I think it's a gorgeous, gorgeous ring stone stones beautiful it would have been criminal criminal to just sell it or put it in a safety deposit box i think you absolutely was been told you to wear it he wanted you to make it into a necklace which 
I did. No, bad. <laughs> that would have been bad. No, thank you. I'll become a lesbian and make it into a gay ring instead. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you not reset that ring? And I don't think it's bad luck. I don't agree with any of that. I think it's gorgeous, and I'm happy that you reset it and you're wearing it. It's beautiful. It is beautiful, isn't it? It is. It's even prettier in the gold band. I like it better. I know. Well, his sister helped him set the other ring, so of course it was atrocious. He has terrible taste. Okay, moving on. Enough said. (laughs) Well, my favorite sister of his. (laughs) I actually think that she said it ugly on purpose. Me too. And he didn't realize because he was a boy. I knew her. He is a boy. I knew her. You, You had her number. Totally. You said, I see you. Oh, totally. I see you up in these streets, lady. And I know your game. Yeah, I, I'm hip to your jive. I'm trying to be nice. I'm not going to say too much. but That's good. You she wanted, Okay, basically, she wanted your ring to be uglier than her. She knew she was probably going to get engaged <laughs> within a year. And, yeah, it in was a strategic... opinion. In my opinion, <laughs> that was a strategic move. But oh. it's a beautiful diamond. The venue was a strategic move. Everything was. Every, uh, she basically elected herself, like, maid of honor of the entire... She was master of ceremonies. Family. Literally. And she was like, you're going to get married here, and this is your ring, and here is your dress. And I was like, bitch, who are you? She, totally, she totally chose the venue. Yep. Totally. Uh, totally. And the ring. Yeah. Yeah. So, and which then, is why you got out of the marriage because she was going to control your whole life. She was going to tell, she was going to birth my children she for me. She was going to name your child. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, right. get them into private schools that were worse than her kids. Exactly. It was Everything. just, it was a lifestyle. Yes. It was a vibe that I was not into. Yeah. It was so, a good move. Okay. So, anyway, you shouldn't have given me a glass of wine before we started <laughs> this podcast because that is downright truth serum. <laughs> Here we go. A little sunset for the Babsy oh, for the yes. podcast. Okay, so you totally co-sign the ring. Absolutely. Great. It's beautiful. You earned it. Thank you. You should be wearing that ring. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. Also, yeah. I love like when uh, when you are married and a guy's like, keep the ring. It's like, don't that act like... Nice. Well, he was nice. That was nice. He was, he was he nice was. about it. But just FYI, legally... What was he going to do with it? It's mine. I know. No, once you get married, it's considered a contract. So once you... This is a little PSA for all the ladies. Hey, ladies (laughs) who are with a man they don't really like. Just get married. Then you can keep the ring. Oh, my God. And if he tries to take it back, he is not core wrecked. And if he gives it to you, you can be like, bitch, it's mine. Aren't you so exactly. proud of me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good advice. Thank oh, you. No. This is why I'm a monster. <laughs> if in case anybody ever wondered. You're here. I it. enable her. You really, I mean, but, you, but the thing is, when I was growing up, when I was younger, <laughs> you let me stay home from school. We watched it of Green Gables. We had cookie dough together. It was like, it was so fun. We were it was besties. fun for me. Then I became a, in high school, I became a monster. And for about a year and a half, for a while. And then, but then, you know, yeah, I definitely feel like you didn't enable me in high school. That's for damn sure. I did not. No, but when you were being naughty, no, I was not enabling the naughty. But the majority of my life, you may have enabled me. Because I adore you. (laughs) And you're so cute and funny. Let's talk about your favorite child. <laughs> Give me the answer. No, explain it as a parent because you actually recently I, I I made you do this and you gave such a great answer and I, I was like that I stand is- by it. I know what I said. I'll say it again. Okay, say it again. They're all different. You love them all for different reasons. You are the joy of my life. You Aww. make me laugh so hard like nobody else. I adore that about you. Paige couldn't be sweeter, couldn't be kinder. No offense. She's going to take care of me in my old age. I got to love her for that. I think you'll be surprised. I think I'm going to be, you won't even know I'm there because you'll be so gone, but I'm going to be there. (laughs) You don't have a whole lot of patience for like the old senile mom. I don't know. I'm not great with old people. No, I. But it's something I need to work on because. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's angry. I've got like 15 years. It's ageism, <laughs> and I adore you, so I don't want to be annoyed by you. But like, can you try not to be annoying? 
Teddy's going to be nice to me. I'm banking on you, Teddy. Yeah, that's a good That's a good bet. But Ted loves the elderly. She loves old people, and she's so sweet to yeah, them. So. Yeah. Okay, and Zach, oh, well, he's, he's, my, a he's boy. my only boy. And he's your baby. And he's Yes, and he's my baby. And he was and a mistake. I'm so proud of him. So you have to say that. He's so easy. Remember how much you cried when he when you got pregnant with him? Yes. I found my mom on the toilet. She don't, don't worry, everybody. She was close. It wasn't like that. And <laughs> she was crying. She was wearing oh. leggings and a sports bra because she just got back from step aerobics. Oh, Your no. body looked like Janet 80s. Jackson in the If album. Oh. Legit. No, 90s. No. 90s. After I was like, Paige, I did. I went right back to oh my, God. my pre-pregnancy weight. Yes. Oh, maybe better better i no. was in better shape you were the best shape of your life i remember oh. and you cried because you said i've been working so hard to get so fucking fit and then and now i'm gonna again. now i'm gonna turn into kate hudson and then i gained 70 pounds with zach and did well, i gain 70 it was close let me see i gained about 50 i gained 50 yeah well, don't oh. worry. I'm probably as heavy right now as you were with Zach and I. No, you were not. I'm literally telling the truth. If I told you how much I weighed right now, you would pass out. No. I would age you five years. No. It's the truth. It's don't the truth. Do, don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford five more years. So um, that's it in a nutshell. I mean, really. You really you love are, your kids differently. Yeah, so differently. You do. I couldn't pick. Oh, you aren't going to want to hear this. Go. I couldn't pick a favorite. I couldn't. She's full of shit. Don't listen to her. Uh, you're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know who I think your favorite is? I think when you're a parent, your favorite is the one that's sitting in front of you. Like, yeah. right in that moment, you're having a good moment. them in that moment. Yes. yes. Um, yes. Caitlyn Jenner, she always picks her favorite, which is very terrible. I will say, though, there is something very special about your firstborn child. Because. And you'll see it in every family. Yep. Because you had, it was your first experience with everything. The first time you got to do everything with a, with a baby. That's why <clears throat> whenever my mom, so obviously I'm friends with Stassi, Durr, everyone's like, we know, and your dad's a doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I like to repeat myself just, you know, they say, say it eight times, and that way people will remember. People don't hear things until the eighth time. So I say it 800 times for insurance. It's funny. So Stassi, um, obviously my mom is like, she's my friend, so my mom follows some of my friends that she likes. Just because they're my friends doesn't mean my mom likes them, just say keep it moving okay so <clears throat> i like stassi you really like stassi I and do. so um when stassi had hartford mom would text me you would text me like all the time and be like the way that stassi looks at the baby is reminds me of the way that like i was with you totally so like explain uh it's just the first experience with everything and this human being that Oh, you can't even measure the amount of love. You can't explain it. Can you it. try to explain it? <clears throat> because more I, than you've loved anything ever in your whole life. More I need you to you really, your... like, I want you to have, like, mom, you're going to do something that no one's ever been able to do, which is explain the love that you have for a child. Like, you have love for your parents. You have love for your siblings. You have love for your spouse. You have love for your pets. I don't know. Love for clothes. I know we understand. Love for food. Oh, that's huge. Love for a house. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. But what is it like to have a child? Prepare me for Ugh. that feeling. Because honestly, I think I'm going to hate this son no, of a yeah. bitch. No, you're not. Uh-uh. You're going to love them more than you love me? That's that's big. Impossible. It makes you want to burst into tears. Don't let Teddy hear this. You're going to love her, the baby more than you love her. Mom, you love are you kidding me? Why would you spouse? tell me that? This is my... I don't want babies because of this. Because <laughs> she's going to uh, totally love the baby more than me. You do. I have to fight with everybody in her life to be loved the most. Good. I'm ready. <laughs> so, you're, you're, so what you're guaranteeing me yeah. is that this baby, yeah. Taylor's going to love it so much more than me. Well, yeah. fuck. Because <laughs> you're responsible for a human life. It doesn't that make it annoying? It's huge. I babysat. It's scary. It's scary. It's huge. But it's wonderful too it's the best i look at the way stassi looks at that baby and i'm like oh my god that was so me just the expression on her face i, I saw one today that she posted but then <gasps> how do you still love your spouse and by love your spouse i mean how does do. taylor donahue still love me it's different it's a different kind of love am i gonna get am i gonna feel left out mm, you might oh, <laughs> i knew it a little bit you might really ask dad yeah, but why can't I ask you? Why does a mom always feel 
because it came out of your body. So that's so that's the secret sauce. So you better you better have one come out of your body. You better hold your microphone close to your mouth. You better have one come out of your body. Because then you'll understand how it feels. You better freeze your eggs. You know what? It just hit me. You yeah. better. Because you won't understand Teddy unless you have one too. And then you can empathize. You can empathize because okay. you'll know. But then won't it be a thing? Okay, walk me through this. But then won't it be a thing where like I love my baby more and she loves her baby more. Yeah. And then it's a weird baby competition in our own household. No, then you're even. But my baby's going to lose. No, it's not. Mom, my baby's going to lose. Because her baby's going to be tall and skinny, and my baby's going to be me. <laughs> Babies are supposed to be little. Not, yeah, and then they get to be chubby, 10, and that's when they get weird, and, and they act like weirdos. <laughs> and mine's going to be a chubby weirdo. Hers will be a string bean weirdo, which just societally <laughs> is better. And I'm going to be like, mm, I'm going to look at my kid and be like, we lose. No, you love it. You love your baby. And then I'd be like, we're going to the gym. We're getting a trainer. We're taking all the money. We're not going to share it at all with the two of them. And we're going to get you the best education. That one's going to some shit school. We're going to go shopping at Barney's rest in peace there. We're going to make them go to TJ Maxx exclusively. <laughs> we're going to be, we're going to team up against each other. She's going to protect hers the most. You're going to protect yours That's why most. I don't even think it's a good idea. But think about this. This is why it's a bad idea for us to each have our own. At least if we have no, one together. because it's just like a mother and a father. And if the mother has a favorite and the father has a favorite. and I thought there was no such thing as favorites. Well, there, there are. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Molecule Mattress. I don't know if you know this, but I share a bed with a Pro Bowl quarterback, an Olympic swimmer, and a national women's soccer star. Star. No, I'm not having an orgy. Uh, let me explain. When I heard how many elite athletes sleep on a molecule mattress and call it their best sleep ever, I ordered one for myself and they're spot on. While I know I'm no elite athlete, I do golf sometimes. So Molecule Sleep Scientist literally created the world's most perfect mattress. It's unlike any other mattress in a box. It's cool to the touch, not like other foam mattresses. It has six times the airflow of old mattresses, so it keeps you cool all night long. It has zone reflex layers that literally adjust with you in all of your weird sleep positions. And trust me, I've got a lot. So you never wake up with a stiff neck or a sore back. Dream come true. And it's antimicrobial. Molecule Mattress is how elite athletes and Taylor Strecker get the best sleep ever. Sleep on your Molecule Mattress risk-free for 100 nights. If you don't have your deepest, most restorative sleep ever simply return it. That's how much they know the product is amazing. It's like, yeah, you don't like it? Fine, send it back, but you'll like it. I'm like the princess in the pea, okay? If I say it's good, you know she's good. Visit onmolecule.com and save 20% with your promo code Taylor, my name. Again, save 20% with my promo code T-A-Y-L-O-R at onmolecule, that's O N. M-O-L-E-C-U-L-E dot com. 20% promo code Taylor on Molecule dot com. There you have it. And now back to the podcast. But not really as much for me. Because oh, I... You mean dad has a favorite? <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew that. And I know it's not I. <laughs> hey, Rich. I know why I'm not his favorite. No, I don't want this. him to. to he's no. not invited. We'll talk about this one-on-one. <laughs> Mono e mano. I know why I'm not his favorite. Mono e mano. Man to man. Oh. <laughs> I thought isn't she supposed to be saying uno to uno? Come here, Richie. No, I don't want mom. Okay, you're never taking mind. content oh, from me. Sorry. You and I will talk about this at Do a you later have a time. Favorite? Oh, see. He does. Okay. Oh, never mind. Don't ask. He does. He's doing like the maybe. Fine. Oh, see. He's not going to sit down. Dad, you come over here. You love all your kids for different reasons, no, Mom, right? Don't feed he him lines. No, he said yes. <clears throat> Dad. What? Do you have a favorite? You can no. speak. Stop it. Yes? Oh, jeez. He's tired. He had one half, one fraction of a cocktail. Okay. And he's ready for bed. He'll sleep from now until 11.30 p.m. And then he'll be up until 4 a.m. That's it. Right? You know you're fine. And then he's going to do surgery on me tomorrow. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> Remove all my skin tags. <laughs> Be afraid. Um, no, I know that I, I know that dad, and mom's dad's favorite. And I, dad, you know what? 
Before I was with Taylor Donahue, that would really make me sad. But you know what? I get you now. I empathize with you. God damn it. I am you. For real. (laughs) Because I am so mad at our children already. They're not even here. And I'm furious at them because they're going to take Taylor's attention away from me. She is my girlfriend. She's my girlfriend. That's why I said she should have a baby, too. I don't too. want to share her. Because then she'd understand it. If Taylor has a baby, I don't think she'll so. understand the love that Teddy has for a baby. Mm, no, because then we're going to be on, on different softball teams. It's like a whole thing. Oh. They're, they're, if we're damned if we do, we're damned if we... Either way, it's going to be a damn situation. Well, what if one of you had a girl and one of you had a boy? Only that if it's a gay boy. Great. And we've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, but that would be great. Then I would win. Because I had the gay no, boy, then I would win. You'd have both favorites, because... Your firstborn daughter, your firstborn son. It's a big deal. You want to drive me nuts, Dad? When I ask you to talk, you don't. And then when we're in the middle of a conversation, I'm trying to focus on my work, you want to talk. He wants attention. <laughs> like <the> nugget. <laughs> so basically, wait, so Dad, but I get Dad because I, th- well, I think I'm not his favorite. I don't know if he's a favorite, but I think that if he had a least favorite, it would be me. And here's why. <laughs> Because, and I know he loves and adores me, but I think that he feels like you change the most when I come around. (laughs) He's jealous of you. And so, yeah. And I feel that. I feel that. I feel that for him. The competition. I get the competition. So, well, I just, FYI, already jealous because we have so much fun together and I laugh at you the whole time and then he doesn't get the attention he wants. Exactly. Because I'm paying attention to you. Exactly. Exactly. Because... You're attention worthy and you're hysterical. Yeah. And Enabler. you demand the attention. And I do. I demand the attention. Ow. Oh, I just so basically myself. all I have to do is just watch dad. And that's exactly what I'm going to be like when I'm his don't, age. Don't, don't do that. Honestly, I'm here for it. I like, I, he's a vibe and I like it. Um, yeah, I just, I really feel like, um, I hate my children already. Damn, that's <laughs> horrible. That's horrible. No, you can't dear, say that. Dear future children, you can't I resent that. you. <laughs> this, is, this is recorded. They might hear that someday. I'm going to make them listen to yes. this. <laughs> <laughs> no. They'll be you, fine. No, you Make cannot. them tough. Stop. <laughs> you can't say that. Teddy, uh, does Teddy hear this? She edits it. Oh <laughs> she hears every single word. Oh, my God. Oh, oh blasphemy. I can't. <laughs> I can't. But you're crying. crying. I'm crying. Just saying. Why, would, why do we have to have kids and ruin you everything? You will love your children. You will love them. You it, know what? It will, it will change things, that's for sure. So, like, how? It can't ruin your dynamic. That's true. <sighs> but then, it, like... Well, you gotta. How do you? A, how you do gotta you gotta be adult about it, Tay? You gotta suck oh, it up. Okay, go and say my <laughs> least favorite word. Oh my God! There was an article that just came out about how like why millennials are refusing to grow up, and I always say that I'm an elder millennial, but like I looked at the article, I think it was in some super smart person you magazine. Identified with it? No, but but the, I I only read the headline. I don't mom. I don't read articles. I just read headlines. <laughs> I don't have time for the whole article. I'm, I'm, I'm what that. we were I'm trying like to say. I'm like that. So, but I but I was. It, it basically said that the like millennials. Like, why can't millennials just grow up? And it said that people even in their forties are considered millennials. So I am under that. So I am I am actually millennial. Do you, like, what do you think when you look at my life specifically? Because Zach and Paige are so much younger than me. But is it like, like, at my age, you were... Oh, my God. So much older. Like, you know, like, behaving. I was having my third child. I was having Zach. Oh, my God. 38. Don't tell them how old I am. I thought they knew. They do. I just get upset. (laughs) (laughs) And it's fun to see you get scared. You're a monster. That was me. You scared me. (laughs) All right. But you, I was having Zach, my third child. We owned a home. Very different. Very different. I mean, I wasn't a lesbian. That's true. Very different life. I'm sure. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure. Oh, God. Wait a second. 
Am I a loser? No. <laughs> We're just different. No, like for real. No. Like what makes someone a loser? For real. Maybe you should answer that question. But like I Okay, I'll tell you what makes someone a like, loser. Like remember the other day? Remember the other day I was saying like this person needs to grow up and we won't go beyond that conversation, okay? But we're having a conversation with somebody and I said, Oh get, oh, give yeah, me yeah. a break. Yeah. Grow up. Like yeah. I don't want people like like cause like so today I was driving from dad's office where I just got Botox for free because he's my dad. He says he charges me but the mom doesn't charge me so I was like it's free. So basically he's paying for my Botox. It's amazing. And um, I'm driving my car that my parents gave me for one dollar. No. Yes. Remember really? you give no, you, you gifted okay. it to me. Yeah. You're welcome. So, but like I'm driving this car. But we'd already paid it off and it was Zach's car in high school. He couldn't have a car in med school. So why not? I know. But like I'm driving my mom, my mommy and daddy's car. <laughs> I mean, from my daddy's <laughs> office who just gave me free Botox. Okay. And I was like, my forehead's I'll grow up. <laughs> my forehead's <laughs> bleeding, yeah, which I'll- is a telltale sign that you're old enough to get Botox. <laughs> and I'm like driving, like listening to like puff daddy and my all the windows are down the like the, i have the wrangler top off it's blasting and i'm driving like i am so cool <laughs> and then i thought i had a moment where i was like wait a second my my forehead's bleeding i'm a woman of a certain age i'm driving my mommy and daddy's car You're am i a loser cool. am i a loser is this song uh, cool? Is my outfit cool? Yeah, Do I look young? You it's think like very too much. You think too much. <laughs> we can thank dad for that one. Yeah, right. That's a dad rumination. Trait. But it's yeah. but it is. It's it's like I'm like I I just my industry's young and like I think I'm actually very good at networking young. And when I tell my friends my real age, they look horrified and disgusted. And I think to myself, stop <laughs> telling your age. Stop telling your age. But it's really like, I mean, I'm gonna be 40 in a little bit don't no, say no not a little bit not a little bit but it's like it's not next year it is it's like um, like my friends from college have like kids that have like their second set of teeth already like they're well they were all a year ahead of you in college mom a year ahead of me does not equate <laughs> 10 year old children you know what i'm saying that's not wrong math those are their choices yes they chose to get married they chose to have children they chose to have yes the traditional life i did not choose that but it's like this idea of like it's oh, choices. our kids the millennials refuse to grow up and I'm a glaring example of that. You and dad are really great that you and dad never pressured. You're, a lot of parents are kid pressurers. Not you us. and dad are maybe the opposite. No, not us. No. Why is that? I think because we had you so far apart. Yes. We just finished raising our last child. We just finished. We are not like in a rush for kids. In a rush for grandchildren. I know whenever dad hears that kids are coming over, he's like, oh no, not kids. (laughs) I honestly (laughs) could care less if I never had grandchildren. That's crazy. I have no desire for grandchildren. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Well, because I have different friends. Okay, I have friends that say that the best thing that ever happened to you is grandchildren. That's what you hear. That people say it's oh. better. People say it's better. Let me just say what people say. Okay. People say it's better than kids because you get all the fun of them, but then you get to leave them and you don't have to discipline them. I believe that. Yeah. And, and you don't have to get up in the middle of the night with them and blah, blah, blah. But then I have other friends that say it's so overrated. It's more people to worry about in your life. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. And especially, like, you know, with the world the way it is now. Yeah. Yeah. It's more people to worry about. Yeah. I, it's, I, it's more kids to have to give presents to. It's more kids to have to. I, I'm, hey, I'm fine. If we never have grandchildren, that's fine. If we have them, that's great. Well, you're having them. Because yeah. Paige is ready. And this one, Teddy, Taylor Donahue, is like, she, she's like three years behind having kids. That's fine. I needed this. Dad and I needed a respite. We needed some time off. Now we're ready. But do I, you, I, you think, never did. I'm telling you, I would not be disappointed. Do you think, and do not bullshit me, I'm going to be a good parent? Yes. Mama. I, I do. Why? You don't think you are. I'm going to be so awful. No, I just told my kids I'd resent them already. You're just joking. No, I'm serious. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to be a terrible parent. (laughs) Everyone's always like, it's going to kick in. You're so maternal. I'm like, I don't know. You're so fun and loving and you'll be great. You you just don't know how in love you're going to fall with your baby yet. 
You don't know. No one can prepare you until you have it. Nobody can prepare you for that feeling. It's indescribable. You'll, you'll love your baby. Your I hope so. Baby. Otherwise, it's going to pre- be pretty Babies. weird. Oh, don't say the S word. I do think. Don't say the plural. I think one is fine. Too. I think one is go- clearly for Taylor Strecker. It seems like one's going to be the best yeah, idea. One's great. But you know, that Donahue over there, thank God we are both women because she would have poked holes in Le Condom <laughs> many, many moons ago. You have so many nieces and nephews. So many. Well, one niece, many nephews. Right, many nephews. You have lots of love to give to lots of little kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to have a bazillion of your own. No, I totally co-sign that. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Coors Pure. Listen to me, okay? I'm like 90 days away from my wedding, and I am on a serious mission of healthy living, healthy eating, healthy lifestyle right now. But I'm also on a mission to have a fun summer, and sometimes I need a reward at the end of a long work day, uh, a little a little drinky drink, a drink poo if you will and a lot of people are like well when you're trying to eat well and live well no alcohol and to that I say no to you be gone with your stupid rules because I found myself Coors Pure so I can live my best life and also have a little fun too here's the deal Coors Pure is an organic beer with zero sugar, zero sugar, and only 92 calories. It's a refreshingly simple beer with organic barley, organic hops, and water, simple ingredients, and like I said, 92 calories and zero sugar. That fits perfectly into my healthy living plan. It's within my points, it's within my sugars, it's within my intermittent fasting. And it's the perfect, crisp, and refreshing beer that you're going to want to reach for while living a balanced lifestyle. Have fun and no guilt. I don't know about you, but happy hour is a sacred time of day in my household with my fiance. And just knowing that I can have one, two, Coors Pures, it's just like... It motivates me to work hard. I have a little fun and relaxation, a little reward at the end of the day. And then I'm like, okay, great. You are still a good girl. Now drink your water, brush your teeth, and go to bed at a decent time. It's working for me. And honey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Coors Pure is the perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life. So when you want to enjoy a beer without the guilt, reach for Coors Pure. It's organic, but it's chill about it. So go to CoorsPure.com to see where you can find Coors Pure. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Albany, Georgia. And now back to the podcast. What is your number one piece of advice when it comes to parroting? Oh, my God. You didn't prepare me for this. Well, that's what the fun of it is. Ugh. Off the cuff. God. Don't. How take, about this? Don't take it as seriously as I did. Oh, what? what? Okay. Elaborate. You have so little control. Wow. You might think you have a lot, but in the end, life is going to take things in places where you never realize they'd go. Just go with the flow and love them and enjoy them. Oh, that's so nice. That was really profound. It really was. So definitely you you firmly believe that it's a lot more nature over nurture. Totally. Because we are all three of us kids are so different. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Um, What's the best thing you did as a parent, in your opinion, and the worst thing you did as a parent, in your opinion? Oh, my God. (laughs) Taylor, this is hard. Those are hard hitting questions. I'm good at my job. Um, the best thing we did as a parent, I think we let you guys be yourselves. Yeah, you did. We enjoyed you. You really let my freak flag fly when I was little and you totally encouraged it. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. The worst thing we did. Hmm. I don't have an answer. I'm actually, I, I really don't. So you go. God. Oh, God, how do I say this? Because I know what it is, but I don't know how to say it. Um, Don't put your expectations on, your expectations on your children. Wow. 
So you're saying that I didn't live up to your expectations? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm fucking with you. No, I think that's great advice because I think that a lot of times when you're a parent, you think that your kids, well, like, for example, I can speak from a child perspective with you and dad. So you and dad, you were- I know what you're going to say. You were really good kids and you met young and you did- the, you also grew up in a generation where you follow the rules, you live a good life. That was that was that generation. Yeah, and I think it also trickled down to to Gen X as well, which is right before me. So millennials is like, like millennials that came in and they were like, I actually feel the worst for Gen X. And I can speak to this Gen X not because I'm like a millennial shitting on your generation. I feel very akin to Gen X because I am so close. Years like just a few couple or two years away from being a Gen Xer. <laughs> And all my older cousins and my babysitters were like, my, they weren't my babies. They weren't like big, like old to me. They were like my peers. Also, my parents' friends were, I was like the first kid born in their group of friends. So I, I love a boomer too. I think that's why my audience is so um, broad and my yeah. demographic so big is because I think I, I have like, I have like boomer and Gen X sensibilities, but I am actually like living a millennial life. But Gen X has, I've, I've seen a lot of my Gen X friends have a really hard time with millennial like um, ideologies on life because Gen X was taught that you have to follow the rules and it will pay off. And then the world just started to kind of implode and all the rule following is like now not being rewarded to the way that they thought it would be rewarded. Yeah. Meanwhile, millennials are like, what are rules? Again, this is me speaking as a millennial. I'm not making fun of any generation. And it's like, but think about, about we do what we want. We quit the job after two weeks, and then we become a celebrity, in, like influencer, and make more money than my dad. Right, like your the rules dad. Have changed. So the rules have changed, and it, so it's like for somebody, it's really fucking annoying if you always follow the rules, and then someone well, who's yeah. breaking all the rules is 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 maybe surpassing you. Well, and, and think about it with our kids, your siblings. Yeah. We have all these different generation kids. Yeah. So it's not like you had siblings within, you know, three or four years of yourself and you're all in the same generation. I am an elder millennial. Again, I could even track as Gen X. If I had stayed married to husband, I think I'd be be living a very Gen X life. Yeah. Totally. Being lazy late in life. Totally, totally ricocheted me into millennials. And that's the truth. Paige is a total millennial, yeah. true and blue, up and down and all around. And although Zach. she has the sentiments of a boomer, and then she's and that's like a compliment. An old fashion girl. That's, that's a and that's a compliment. Like, and then Zach is full on Gen Z, totally full on. So so look at how your parents had to adapt to these different different generations and different kids and but maybe really. that's what gave you this perspective of you know don't put your expectations on kids also when you are from a different generation you literally can't even set expectations because the rule book changes so much from generation to generation right what works in one generation will not work potentially yeah, right. in the one after or definitely a couple after right so well and you ease up you know your firstborn you're more invested in your firstborn by the time you have child number three you're tired you're older you know they get away with a lot more you're you realize too how unimportant some of the things were that you thought were so important with your firstborn child right and you also realize you can't change it I mean they are who they are it's like you know just give it up Stick a helmet on their head and just, you know, put a bandaid on their face and just say, try to be safe as humanly possible. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe throw some knee pads and elbow pads on while you're at it. Um, But I do think that for, you know, I think that when you want your kids to be carbon copies of you and it makes sense that you would want that because you and dad have a really great life you know you I mean you're you're not perfect but you live a damn good life so it's like well if we did this if you follow in the footsteps it should really work out yeah but I but think no, that not necessarily not the and case. you learn that and you, you learn, learn that. that as you go through life and you know like my dad used to say like your grandfather used to yeah. say you're the you're the only as happy as your most unhappy child. I hate when you say that. I know, but you know what? It's true. You can't control it. You just can't. Things happen in life and, you know, your kids' lives are your kids' lives. They're not, it's not your life. Wow. So give it up. You know, they're, you can't control it. It's not your life. It's their life. And all you want for your kids is to be as happy as they can possibly as they can be, be in, your, so, in their life. So can we rephrase Grandpa Ed's slogan, which was, you're only as happy as your most miserable Unhappy child. child. Yeah. Because that 
seems bleak as fuck. No, it's sad. So let's say this instead. How do we rebrand it? My brand. We have to rebrand it right now because it's 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 messed up. Um, it's like you can be as happy as your most happy child. Exactly. Or you can find the counterpoints of what makes each child the happiness happiest and focus on that or like yeah. encourage them in that direction. Yeah. Right. I think I said to you, I don't remember. Maybe I said this to you when you came out. I said to you, you are going to be I am going to be long gone. And you are going to have the rest of your life to live. Yeah. I just want you to be happy. Mm-hmm. I want you to live your life the way it makes you happy. Because I'm not going to be around. Right. You know, 30 years from now. Don't say that But it's word. true. So what's more important? You I know mean, what I will say this? Oh, I'm, I might cry. Don't. Don't make me cry. Don't look at me. No, yeah, I'm not um, looking at just one. I think that like when I was married to husband... I remember thinking that like, oh my God, when my parents pass away, which is, you know, inevitable, I'm going, I'm going to be in a pit of despair. I'm going to be inconsolable. I'm just like, just bury me with them because like, I'm going to be so, so, so miserable. And like, they're my best friends. They're the only people that help me through this life. Like I will feel like I have nothing and I am so alone. And that's what made me realize I like, and listen, I, I, I anyone that listens to the podcast is like, you've said every time you talk about this, which is every podcast, <laughs> you always give a different reason for like, and this was when I knew I had to get divorced. But I guess like they all kind of come and then they culminate together. And then that's what gives you the courage to do it. Cause it is very brave to get a divorce. It's very hard and it's very brave. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's, you know what it is? It's it, getting a divorce is having self-respect, right? Or right. sticking up for yourself. It's, right. it's, it's saying, you know, I, deserve more than what I'm, I'm experiencing right now right. in this relationship. And I'm not, I'm not co-signing and encouraging divorce for no, everybody. No. I'm just saying when you know, you know, right. if you have to keep questioning it, honestly, stay in the marriage and work it through. Cause when you know, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but I remember when I, when I was like probably a, a year or so in with Tay, I remember thinking when my parents pass away, I'm going to be so sad. But, but I am so happy with so this happy. person and so fulfilled right. that it it will be the biggest, like it will be the biggest sadness of my life when that happens. But I know that I will be okay but and I will get through supp- it. Yes, yeah, how you're supposed to be. You're not supposed to be tied to your parents' apron springs your whole life. That's wrong. I mean, you should feel that way. That's how you're supposed to feel about your life with your spouse. Right. So, so yeah, you knew. That. Don't go anywhere. Please. I'm not going anywhere for a long, long time, but you might hope. You swear? When I'm 95. I don't know. I, I'll take care I of your crazy prefer- ass. I'll, I'll, no. I'll, I'll clean your no. diapers. No. I'm for real. Gross. I will. No, I love I you so much. I don't want you much. to have to do that. I would prefer to kick the bucket around 80. No! I stop it. Oh, my God. Poo, poo, poo. Shush, shush. No, I don't want to live shut it? like in my 90s. You no. shush. You know? You shut your mouth and you're talking to me. <laughs> You, I want you, I, you want, you want, I want you to I'll be, be like an infant. Great. I will live to like, I'm, I'm going to shrink you down like Benjamin Button yeah, stick in my gonna, pocket. I will annoy and I'll rub your head. You. I'll be like Lenny and my cement. You'll be like, oh, somebody please take her away. We'll see. Nah. Well, hopefully I won't live that long. We'll and, you, and, and then, then, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have you sleep in the middle of me and Tay at night. <laughs> Because oh, she's, she's gonna let that. she's gonna let her stupid baby sleep in the middle of us. So I'm gonna be like, oh, how do you like that? Well, if, now my mom's sleeping in the middle of us. If the babies can sleep in the middle, so can my shriveled up old 97 year old. Yeah, my mother. raisin mom sticker in there too. <laughs> she's, she's like a baby. <laughs> My, she wears my, a diaper. My raisin mom. You know what? You called me a raisin. Take and have a baby. Oh. And when you get old, I'm going to shove you back into my vagina. That makes no oh, sense. No. But you know what I'm saying? You, I'm going to put you in my womb. Because you know what? That's how much I love you. Oh no longer do I want to climb back into your womb. Oh. I'm going to stick you in mine. Oh, no. My empty womb. You're welcome. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> you officially killed me You're at welcome. 65. I can't wait to be pregnant with my mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> That is such an awful visual. Oh my god! That actually makes me really happy. I'm dead. I can't stop laughing. (laughs) I can't. 
You killed me. Okay. I'm done. Anyway. That's it. I'm not stop laughing. Well, I meant to talk about the wedding, but I think we talked about something more important, which is, because listen, wedding, no offense, it's old hat. We know how to throw a wedding in this family. We know what we're doing. But with children, that's something that I need advice and help with, so. Look at my face. It's all bad. I can't stop laughing. The visual of me crawling up in your vagina. I'm done. I can't. I'll get it waxed for you. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. I'm done. I'm done. I'm okay. My stomach hurts from that. Look at my face. (laughs) Okay, okay. You guys, that is it for us. We have to go drink more and eat. Um, <laughs> make sure, make sure to mom. I'm doing my job. <laughs> make sure. <laughs> See, this is why I love you. You make me laugh harder than make anyone in the sure. world. Make sure, oh, God. mom. Thank you so much for being a guest. It was amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guess what, Tay? I have a surprise. I'm going to have her baby and her mom. Her name is Mom. <laughs> mom, I have to wrap it up. You can tell her when we're done. The okay, audience. Okay. Think about the audience. Okay. Uh, All right. Bye, girl. For crying bye. out my loud. Goodbye, girl. Bye. Oh, oh my You guys, God. thank you so much for, t- for tuning oh. into this very special <laughs> Taste of Taylor with my mom, Babette Strucker. Um, oh. You guys, please make sure to rate, review, and of course, subscribe oh. to the podcast. It means everything when you subscribe and when you rate and review, it's great too. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go take care of my mom now. I might have just officially killed her. You just killed me. Okay, so um, you guys have a great one. We'll be back next week with another shit show. Until then, (laughs) bye.